0: but you think everything is fine, and then all of a sudden it just flips right upside down because of 99 times out of 100 things that are outside of your control.
1: You're listening to The Right Club Podcast, where the focus is all about helping you grow your real estate investment portfolio and live the life you wanna live. Come grow with us and join our community at therightclub.com. And now your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi.
2: Welcome everyone, Right Club Nation, to a Mind Estate podcast segment. We're doing a special podcast today with our guest, Nancy Morris, who has a Master's of Science degree in Psychology from the University of London in the UK. But before we get to that, I'd like to welcome Alfonso. You've heard Alfonso on our podcast, our regular podcast as a co-host. But Alfonso, you're joining us as a co-host on the Mind Estate segment.
1: Absolutely. I, I love that we do this. And you and Sarah have been doing such a great job. And obviously listening to the episodes that we've previously done with Nancy and a bunch uh, of our other guests. And the opportunity of doing the Right Club podcast has been so great. Um, I, I love that we can kind of jump offline, especially in difficult times and, and you know, new times that we're we're embarking on. But yeah, thanks so much. And I'm I'm really pumped, Nancy is amazing. She's been on our stage a few times. She's definitely been on the podcast and the Mind Estate podcast with us. She's got the book out and just a wealth of knowledge. And one of her best qualities is that you're her best friend.
2: Yeah. Oh, thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Right. Well, and that's great. And, that, and that's the cool part is that through, you know, through our relationship and building the right club and doing all the different things, we're, we've been able to kind of work together with our networks of people and bring them together and really bring awesome people to help us, you know, shape our future lives and what we want to accomplish. So yeah, today was a great interview and, and I'm really pumped.
2: Yeah. And you're absolutely right, Alfonso. Like, you know, me, Laurel Simmons, I have my own little world and you, Alfonso Slemmi, you have your own little world and, and Sarah has her world and, and Danielle, the other two co-founders of the, of the uh, right club, they have their worlds, but we bring them all together and we, ex- we join them up. We, what happens we grow and that's what we're all about. Right. That's and it's right. not just about the business side of our lives. It's about everything in our lives. Cause If we're not if we're not grounded human beings, if we don't know how to grow, if we don't know how to share, there's really not much point in doing business, is there?
1: Absolutely not. And that's the greatest point, you know, to remember is that we do have these resources. And Daniel, Sarah, Laura, yourself, and of course myself, we want to be the examples out in the right club of unifying, getting out there and working with really cool people and, and being together and bringing in different aspects of that, not only in real estate transactions and, and strategies, right? But also into our our whole mind, body, soul experience, right? We have to remember we are the source of everything that we bring into our lives, whether that's monetary, whether that's physical things, right? Whether it's people, right? So we, we are the source of that. And we need to make sure that our skills are sharp to do those as well too this is just part of it and and how we we deal with certain things that are going on so we wanted to put this out you know rather relatively quickly because we're, we're in the midst of a pandemic and, and things that are going on that's affecting all of our lives not only our businesses but the way that we think about things the way that we perceive things right how important things are in our lives and this couldn't be a better topic to to bring out to the, the reclamation so laurel i'm i'm really excited to uh yeah, to interview uh, Nancy and, and thank you so much for introducing her into to first of all to, to my life, but then also to the whole Right Club Nation and everybody that uh, that has heard of us.
2: Well, that's great, and thank you, Alfonso. So, shall we get on with the interview and hear what Nancy has to say? We're going to learn some really cool things, and there's going to be some giggling along the way, which I think we all need right now, don't yeah,
1: we? Absolutely. Let's get to it.
2: All right. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to it's the Right Club. Back. Good and to be back. Sorry. Yeah, and let are here for a Mind Estate uh, segment of the Right Club podcast. So, hey, what have we got to talk about today, do you think?
0: Geez, I wonder do you think you know if we don't get to it soon though I'm gonna get all stressed out
2: (laughs) really Uh, are you uh, gonna be panic-stricken I might be (laughs) there's a possibility are you gonna be checking your your social media and and the internet like every three seconds because you don't know what's going on
0: hey the phone is here darling it's you know I'm I'm gonna every time I look down I'm gonna be looking at that phone
1: That's right. Well, Nancy, I, I'm I'm super excited and super super pumped to have you on uh, on the on the Mind Estate podcast. I think this is technically my first time on the te- on the uh, the Mind Estate, but you've oh, been uh, you've been uh, a multiple a uh, multiple time guest, and and, and uh, you know maybe for the people that are the first time ever ever hearing your name, you know, without going and researching all that kind of stuff, but just kind of a quick little background of uh, of who you are.
0: Oh, can I do that quickly?
1: Um, (laughs) Probably not, but let's try.
0: (laughs) So my name is Nancy Morris. I'm a business psychology specialist, and I've been working with businesses of all sizes, from an individual all the way up to large corporates, for about 20 years now on the psychology of running an effective business, being productive, and having high levels of work performance.
1: Yeah, and and that's why it's so critical, and why I'm so excited to have you on today. And I know you and Laurel have known each other for years, so yeah.
2: Full disclosure, yes, Nancy's my very best friend in the whole wide world. So if we start giggling, it's not because we're, we're being silly. It's just that we know what the other person is going to say before that person says it, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> or it could be just an old joke or
1: something. Yeah. That's right. And that's awesome. In times like this that are uncertain, I bet that's so, in some ways, comforting, right? Yes. To have somebody, and I'm sure you guys have gone through some, let's say, doo-doo right, in and, and good times and bad, right, through the years, and and when we get into moments like this, and we were just before we started recording, I was saying, you know, I have no hair, you know, there's a few more gray hairs that are in the beard and stuff, but uh, yeah, like, what do we do, what do we do in these moments, you're a business psychologist, like, make me stop worrying about all this stuff, how, what's going on in the world?
0: Well, I think, I think that's the what's going on in the world is is a difficult question to answer. It's more important what's going on inside of your head because the stuff that's going on inside and in the world is stuff that you can't control. So the reason why people get anxious or stressful or stressed out or they feel fear is because they're trying to control things they can't control. Most people, most adults in particular, and most people who are trying to generate their own income or run their own business or whatever it is feel that they're in control that's that's kind of why you become an independent professional is you want more control so there's this illusion that you have it and then when when stressful times come whatever it happens to be or something that makes you very afraid or makes you rethink is kind of slapping you in the face and saying yeah hello you don't actually have control so the the initial stage of any kind of highly stressful situation whether it's government changing the rules or a market crash or something along those lines the first thing that happens is a shock to the system it's like damn i didn't see that coming or i i this is out of my control why i should be able to be in control and that's sort of stage one of what begins to create stress People... Nancy, if I
2: can interrupt, that's literally sure. like an earthquake, right? It's the ground shaking under your feet, and your whole world all of a sudden becomes unstable.
0: Unstable and uncertain. Yeah. and absolutely it's it's like that you know you're toodling along every day you have your little to-do list you think everything is fine yes there might be some challenges in the work that you're doing or whatever but you think everything is fine and then all of a sudden it just flips right upside down because of 99 times out of 100 things that are outside of your control the most important thing people need to ask themselves when they're feeling afraid feeling a little lost or feeling highly stressed not daily stress but highly stressed is what am i trying to control that i can't control because just answering that question reminds people you know of i can't control that so why am i putting my energy there
1: love that so really love that. what am i
0: trying to control that i can't control that's question number 1 to begin to to pull apart the fear and anxiety that one might be feeling the th- a key thing you want to remember about stress, if we're talking even sort of daily stress, but, but the high level stress, the the thing about stress is that it really comes from people's perceived demand on their time, on their energy, on their competence, on their confidence, the perceived demands exceeding their perceived ability to cope. So notice what word I said there twice. <laughs> it's Perception. <laughs>
1: Perception. How you view it. How you view it, right? Yeah, how it's your mind.
0: It's it's absolutely it's how are how are you viewing something, but how are you viewing the demand? So sometimes just on the daily stress sort of thing, I'll talk to people about, you know, you look at somebody's desk and it might be covered in stuff and it's a complete mess. Two different people are gonna look at that quote unquote demand very differently. That's why we still need to factor in the idea of perceived demand. How much is being asked of me right now? Or how much do I have in front of me? That's what perceived demand means. And then perceived ability to cope. We all know that if we spoke to the neighbors the way we speak to ourselves, we'd have no neighbors because we're not really very nice to, each other, to ourselves. And so we, we often say, oh, I can't cope. It's too much. I don't know how to do this, blah, blah, blah. And that's like knee-jerk response. But being able to stop and say, actually, I have been in this situation before or something similar to it. This is how I handled it. And oh, look, I'm still here. I'm still trucking along. So, so all is well. Reminding ourselves about our ability to cope. And I was actually just speaking to somebody earlier today about this exact subject in that people think that the, the current, in the current situation that they can't cope because they've never experienced this before.
1: I can't deal, I don't wanna deal, right? They put their hands up, right? Mm -hmm. But it's,
0: it's because they have forgotten who they are. And while the situation external to them, this thing that they can't control might feel brand new, the skill that they need, the actions they need to take, the decisions they need to make, they have made before in different circumstances. So this isn't actually new. I mean, it is to a certain degree, but, but high level stress things and certainly those things that are outside of our control are not actually that new to us. So it, it becomes about, okay, I need to pause here for just a moment and remind myself who I am, what struggles I've dealt with before, even if like, and the, the way I'm talking about it, you haven't been, you, you've dealt with this before. It's like, if you've had to deal with a death, a sudden death. And there's this that was not expected or anything like that. I mean, that is just like fries your brain to no end. And you go through this whole process of grief and loss and all that. Well, guess what? You may be experiencing a sense of grief and loss and confusion and why and all that sort of stuff. Now, say, if the market crashes or the government changes rules and all of a sudden all the plans that you have go out the window. It's a similar cognitive emotional experience just in a different context and and that's where we can sit back and say yeah you know what i can cope with this i might have to make a few changes i might have to tweak things i might need to rethink maybe i need to rethink my whole plan but i've been in this situation before i've made radical changes before i slayed the monsters that were under the bed and i became a different person thank god from the experiences I've had in the past. So now I'm just going to apply some of that now. That gives somebody an inner sense of confidence for the really, really big stresses, and then also for the little stresses, of the day-to-day, tiny little things that we have to deal with.
2: Right, like you say, it's about that perceived lack of control, and it's, well, you and I have talked about this too before, Nancy, control. People assume they're in control of, of everything, and they're not, but you can take charge right? You can take charge of your actions and that's and the
0: thing. It's the things. action
2: part. Yeah. You can do things. You, I, me, Laurel Simmons can take charge of what I do every minute of the day. Well, not every minute, but you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we have decisions. We have decisions of that we, we need to make. Right. And, and that's, I think the other part too, that's entering a little bit of people's fear base is When, like, again, I have relatives in Italy now, if you're walking outside for no reason, you can get ticketed, you can get fined, they're on that purse. So when we're taking those freedoms that we're accustomed to and we're Mm -hmm. used to, and it's a different situation, right? Our mind, again, is, like you said, it's a shock, and we are getting our balance back and getting in that mind frame, right? And, you know, the words that are thrown around in press and media and you have politicians that are politicking, right, and you're in Ottawa, and they're, they're figuring out information as it comes as well, too, through so mm-hmm. many different layers and channels. So I think it really is. It's always, we always have to be analyzing what's in front of us. But I love how you say it's perceived because even beyond business, beyond these pandemics, in our own personal lives, when we think something we can't deal with or capable with, right, we have to remind, I love how you said that you have to remind yourself of who you are and what you're able to do. Mm-hmm. So what's like a, some advice or some common practices that you typically like to, to recommend?
0: Uh, in the high stress situation or before one comes to be more resilient to it when it does?
1: Well, I guess maybe that we're in that moment, right? We're in that high panic moment currently, okay. right? As okay. so many unforeseen things. So maybe some of the things that we can apply to day-to-day for the next couple of weeks while we're all trapped well well <laughs> not right, technically but, yet
0: well, We're not trapped.
1: <laughs> that, or, well that uh, goes
0: back to the control issue <laughs> I, and it, it's true actually i've heard a lot of people using the word trapped because they feel they have no choice and i'm not a person that talks about no choice you have choice 24 7 um inside your head you know like how am i going to choose to respond to this but in terms of what can people do right now it kind of goes back to to what we were sort of joking about right at the beginning of the call, I recommend to people stay off social media. Even if you're socially distancing yourself from other people, that doesn't mean that I heard somebody say it really well the other day. They said it shouldn't be called social distancing. It should be called physical distancing, um, but still have social. And we're fortunate that we have all these tools and mechanisms such as Zoom and Skype and FaceTime and you know all that sort of stuff where it's actually quite easy it's not the same as the physical surroundings of people but it's actually quite easy to remain social when I was living overseas there was none of this and it was like line up for a long distance phone call and or send a letter now i can you know i chat with a friend in new zealand and it's a matter of sending her a little message on a little phone that's in my hand and next thing i know there's her face you know and and so there's a lot of ways that we can continue to be social so stay off social media get news or information whatever it is about from reputable sources so not abc media or something not abc the american one that's not what i mean (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, some flippant little bloggy thingy somewhere that probably doesn't have all the accurate information. And then remind yourself and or get straight into positive action. What can I do even if I'm just, you know, let's say the market goes completely pear shaped as it has done in the past and will do again. And you don't necessarily see it coming and it happens really, really fast. And you know it's that earthquake feeling and stuff like that. That is where it's, it's really important just to sit and take some time. What people have a tendency of doing is throwing themselves into conversations with other people who are also scared or who are also uncertain because they need a sense of tribe they need a sense of being around people the kind of the worst thing to do is jump into a, a big pot of negative taking some time just calming oneself again talking and reminding oneself about who you are what you're capable of doing that tends to lift up a shield, as it were, from negative information. And also, I know for myself, it helps me when I do that to deflect the stuff that doesn't serve me so I don't get drawn into everything that's being spoken about.
1: And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors.
3: Right, Club Nation, let's take a quick minute here to meet our sponsor for the week, Blackjack Contracting. They've been serving Niagara, Hamilton, and Brantford areas, and for the past three years, becoming the area's largest basement suite renovation specialist.
1: That's right. And Blackjack works with real estate investors, both new and experienced, converting single family homes into multiple legal suites and renovating properties to achieve their maximum potential and value.
3: Absolutely. And they've completed over 100 units from Brantford to Niagara Falls
1: The house always wins. So now, back to the podcast. And now, back to the show.
2: Nancy, I would also um, ask, and I recommend, because I I think you do this too, it's it's just take some time and do a little guided meditation. Not just meditation yourself, unless you're used to it. But there are lots of apps out there where you can Mm -hmm. go and, and actually have someone walk you through a guided meditation which means that your thoughts are directed towards something really positive and something that will help you relax or deal with some issues but it's it's all positive stuff right so Mm -hmm. that's very simple very easy to do
0: very simple very immediate these days and the other thing i do is i know where the funny videos are on youtube I know where the talking animal videos are or something like that. And I go all over, I've got to laugh, you know, give me something to laugh about and it it helps. But yes, meditate, even meditation and laughter is a good thing to, to help you in that moment, just to, to breathe. And also breathe. I mean, a lot of people, Mm -hmm as anxiety builds the body responds by going into shallow breath and not breathing sufficiently so the meditation helps you to or even just sitting and counting to 20 you know it helps you to breathe properly again because if you if you have both sort of cognitive stimulation and then physical stimulation of anxiety both of them coming together it becomes harder and harder to to relax so i would certainly recommend that i want to share something with you very quickly uh, Laurel, you probably know this story, but when I was moving back to Canada a number of years ago from overseas, I was very uncertain. I was very stressed and anxious. I didn't know what was going to happen next. Of course, because I can't. But I was standing in the airport, Heathrow Airport in London, and I had ten a, a ten pound note in my hand. And of course, I wanted to get rid of it because I was coming back to Canada, and what am I going to do with a ten pound note in Canada? And I went into a bookstore that was in the airport. And I thought, I'll find something close to this 10 pounds and I'll buy that book. So I found a couple of books and I was equally drawn to, to both books. And I said to myself, okay, whichever one is closest to the 10 pound amount is the book I'll buy. So I flipped over the first one. It was like $7.99 and oh, it's going to give me like two quid change and whatever. Uh, and then I flipped over the other one and it was 10 pounds exactly. And no book is ever priced like 10 pounds, anything exactly, but that's the price it was, and the book was called Embracing Uncertainty. That's what the book was called by Susan Jeffers. And I have, I read the book on the plane on the way back to Canada. It was like a seven hour flight. And it was an amazing book. And unfortunately, Susan Jeffers isn't with us anymore. She passed away a few years ago, but people will know her by the other books that she's written, like feel the fear and do it anyway. You know, all that sort of stuff. There's a line in that book that I have said over and over again in the past umpteen years that I've been back home. And that line helps me to calm and relax frequently but particularly in high stress times and that phrase is super simple and it is I don't know let's find out so when you're going all crazy with what's going to happen and what what might go wrong and you know blah 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 blah, and your brain is going and going and going reminding yourself when you're asking yourself those questions to kick in the curious side of your brain and the brain loves to be curious it really does but so to shut your eyes and say to yourself what's going to happen next? I don't know. Let's find out. It kicks in that part of the brain that goes, okay, then let's find out. Let's, let's, let's see what happens next. I'm going to do the things that I need to do, but let's see what happens next. Because again, in a lot of our anxiety and stress and the conversation that's going on in our head, why we get ourselves tied up into knots is we're asking ourselves questions
2: we can't answer. And I would also think, Nancy, that when you say that, I don't know, let's find out, when your brain kicks into that curious phase, all of a sudden now you have to break it down, don't you? You're not dealing with an amorphous mass of gray impending doom or whatever it is you're feeling. You have to break it down. And as soon as you start breaking it down, now they're logical pieces. And we all know that, I mean, or me, certainly me, I can deal with something that's small, much better. That's smaller rather than larger because mm-hmm. there's too many pieces in that large thing, right? Well,
1: yeah. And, and what triggers my brain, right? Right as you said that is, it's not even. I agree with you, Laura. Is that you have to, you know, chunk it out into smaller pieces and, and break that down. But as soon as you say, I don't know, let's find out. In my head, is like anything's a possibility now. Yeah. Negative, positive, up, down, left, right, like anything is really possible. So let's like really like um, to me that's a blank whiteboard or flip chart on. Yep. Let, let's, let's go, let's try to find it out, let's solve, get in that problem-solving mode. And that's when you get into those steps and chunking it out. And let's say, what's priority here, right? And it is just admitting to yourself. Your brain wants to know, you are curious. That's the, that's the part that's going to get you to figure it out or learn what not to do maybe or completely figure out the opposite way. But it's allowing yourself to say anything is really possible and even any solution is possible.
2: Yeah, I think it's also giving yourself permission, not to have to know everything because you can't possibly know everything. That it reminds
0: you immediately that you're not in control. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Me, who thinks I'm so bloody wonderful all the time, I don't know. <laughs> so, And it's okay, so let's find out. Let's find out from both the actions I can problem solve and take, but also from all of this stuff outside of me that I can't actually do anything about. We, we actually have a saying in psychology, tongue-in-cheek, about what this is all about and that I don't know, let's find out. And what happens on the other side of a big stressful event when we look back on it? In psychology, we call it something. Shall I share with you that what that is?
2: Absolutely. It, yes. Yes. it
0: is, this is an AFCO. <laughs> a for Apple, F for Frank, G for George, O for Oscar. This is an AFCO. Would you like to know what that means?
2: Well, yeah, yes, Nancy, we want to know what that means. You and I talk about this all the time. It's like, Please, oh, it's another Afro. bloody AFCO. It's another like- bloody AFCO. An
0: I Afgo, think it's a
1: gas company. It looks like that's a gas company in Europe, isn't it? No. <laughs> no, no, okay. that's,
0: isn't that Agro or something? Yeah, you know, me, no,
1: yeah. AFCO. AFCO.
0: And AFCO is another effing growth opportunity. That's what another
1: an AFCO. effing growth opportunity. I love That's,
0: it. It's an AFCO. I love it. And, and Laurel and I know we'll be sitting on the phone, bitching and complaining about something. And then one of us will say it's another AFCO. And then we both just start laughing because yeah. in the grand scheme of these, of things, one of the reasons I'm the person I am and you guys are the people that you are is because you had highly stressful events occur in your life that you got through for all sorts of different reasons and in all sorts of different ways. And then you came out the other side of that and something changed, something about you, you made a new decision, you changed a behavior, you made new choices. So it was an Afgo. It was painful along the way, hence the AF part, but it's like rather than just a grow part, but it's so remembering that in the light of day, when we get through very difficult situations, A, we have all been through them before, different context, but we've all been through them before, some more so than others, some situations more so than others. And B, we will get to the other side of it. We will learn stuff. We will maybe even create, as you were just saying, Alfonso, new opportunities, new ways of doing things, and it's all good. And very stressful times, we need to come together and work together and help each other, Solve problems and be a, be a bit of a team. And then on the other side, we can look back and say, Okay, this is what I've learned about myself. This is what I've learned about the industry, and this is what I've been reminded of that I do not control.
1: Yes.
0: And you see yes. it all the time. And oh, just stay focused on the stuff you can't can or the stuff you can control. It's in times of very high stress that people have it shoved in their face what they can and cannot control, mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing to remember. In high stress times, is what you what you aren't actually able to
2: control. So, Nancy, <laughs> I have to ask you before before we go to our lightning round questions, and because what you just said ties into this, why are we dealing with the great toilet paper? The, the toilet paper thing. Oh, okay, first century.
1: <laughs> hey, people are scared shitless.
0: Oh God! <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> Well, I mean, I actually wrote an article about this and put it on my blog, but panic creates fear and fear creates that desire to control something when you're reminded that you can't control things. So I can control whether what, what I go out and buy. I can control this thing that I, I need and anything to do with personal body functions or hygiene usually is the target. Sometimes it's soap, sometimes it's, you know, whatever, and people just lose their minds, and it's because on the one hand, they've, they're they in this situation now that they can't control things, and so I can control this, I better go get this, and then on the other hand, it's this bodily function that people don't like to necessarily be without that item, yet realizing, of course, that there are a Millions, billions of people in the world right now who don't actually have toilet paper and use any other various things to deal with what they need to deal with in the bathroom. But it's we need to focus our attention and say, I can control this. That's why people will drive miles and miles to a little town to get toilet paper if they haven't got it in the big city. And I know of people who've done that because Mm -hmm. they can control that. They need to show themselves that they can Mm -hmm. control that and they need to succeed at something at a time of high stress. So that's why they'll drive around until they find that toilet paper. And it's like, I have succeeded and I'm gonna have a clean bum.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so... in that then, light, no, but it's so true that control, I'm, I'm just, it's like you're talking right to my brain. I don't know how many more times I can clean my my apartment here, right? And like hang up everything that I need to do is that controlling, getting some type of accomplishment. The feeling your, of success. Yeah, and that is a good thing, right? It, it, from a reasonable standpoint, right? From but, a reasonable
0: uh, standpoint, that's a good yeah. feeling. As long as you see sort of going back to what you asked me before about what can people do now is a time to get into the habit of reminding yourself at the end of every day what it is that you did that day that was either a bit of a stretch or was uncomfortable for you or something that you move forward because in doing so you build your confidence so that when these rough times come you can remember who you are and it doesn't impact you the same way
1: i love that another effing growth opportunity and the right right club the mind estate what we're talking about is growing so this is a way to do it
2: (laughs) on that note let's go to our our lightning round questions so nancy you've done this before and uh these are slightly different questions well they are different questions than before because you already answered them so alfonso kick off question number one
1: all right. Lightning ground. This is altered for Nancy, just because you've altered our mind state. So we're oh, altering God. Our, our lightning round. So, oh, God. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors.
3: Hey, Right Club Nation. I just wanted to take a quick moment. Here is Sarah Larby and I'm here with Laurel Simmons and we have some really exciting news for you. And we heard you. We heard your emails and we are going to be bringing you Right Club Nation online coast to coast, accessible at any time of day. And you can be in your pajamas like I am right now, and you can access our great content. And what is going to be that content, Laurel?
2: Well, we have videos, recordings of live events that we've held. We have webinars. We have, we'll we have our podcast information up there. We'll have uh, forums and chat groups and all kinds of things. You'll even be able to find services and products that you need in your neighborhood, local, for you, because we know how important it is that you have your local team with you. We're going to be rolling things out very quickly, and as we start, you'll see more and more stuff come along, and we really want you to join and become part of our online community.
3: Absolutely. This is the first, and in my opinion, it was going to be the best Canadian Online community of real estate investors and like minded individuals. So, guys, come and grow with us. Join our online community, register, and come and say hi and check out the amazing things.
2: Yeah. And all you have to do is go to the and you'll find us there. It's easy to register, it's free, and hop on. We can't wait to see you there. Guys, come and grow
1: with us. And now back to the show. All right. First question what do you do to totally relax after you've had a hard day
0: i watch tv something funny okay or coronation
2: street all, <laughs> all right Question two. what country would you like to spend time in for a fabulous holiday england
1: jolly old england beautiful jolly
0: old my my second home my first home yep
1: oh wow okay cool uh number three of the lightning round which do you prefer, cold weather or hot weather, and why?
0: Cold weather because I cannot stand the hot weather because once it hits about 27, I start getting really miserable. So I'm okay with cold weather. I can I can adjust myself to cold.
2: Okay. And final question. So what's your favorite meal? Like what would you like to eat? Your favorite meal? Cheese.
0: Steak and Potatoes and
2: veggies, preferably
0: cooked by a really good chef, preferably sitting on the canals in Venice. Oh well, there we go.
1: <laughs> love it. You I got love.
0: location too. <laughs>
1: not only the ambi not only the meal, but the ambiance is well.
0: And a glass so. of sambuca, Italian style.
1: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> perfect. But, so I'm sucking we'll- up to
0: you, aren't <laughs> I, Alfonso?
1: I love it. I love it. A little bit of Venezia. But before Laurel sends us off here, Nancy, I can't uh, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. I know you're busy and you're doing a lot of things in the midst of all this and, and as our lives are all changing in front of our eyes. But uh, but thank you for spending the time and sharing your insights on the Mind Estate Podcast with us today.
0: It was a pleasure to be back again. Thank you very much for the invite. Yeah.
2: Thank you, Nancy. Really appreciate it. And yes, come grow with us and keep those AFCOs alive and well, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Come grow with us. It's an AFCO. Yep. Absolutely. AFCO. That's
2: right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Nancy. Thanks, Thank
0: Nancy. you very much. Bye. Bye. Take care.
1: What an amazing, amazing interview with Nancy Laurel. I can't believe you. That's your best friend. So you got like access to that all the time and, you know, pick up the phone and calling and just, I, I made a couple pages of notes here. And the big thing that I circled is that AFCO. I love that analogy, <laughs> that, that is amazing. And it's just like, it's almost like a mantra to keep going and keep growing, right?
2: It's true, um, as, I said, you know, as we said in the interview, Nancy and I oh, God, we laugh about that all the time. But there will be times when I'll call Nancy and I say, I'll say, oh please, not another AFCO, I've had enough for this week, I, just <laughs> give me a break. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and and it's true though. But that that person that is giving you different perspective and and really reminding ourselves, right, of of what we're capable of and what we're what we're able to do on a day to day basis. And then we when we are challenged, problems from all different sides because. I promise you this, right? They're they're gonna keep coming. The problems they're all come in different forms and different ways. Whether it's business, health, mind, you know, global pandemics, right? So those types of things, the problems are gonna keep coming. It's how we strengthen ourselves and how to continue to build ourselves up to be better prepared and handle this stuff. And the people that we're working with and letting into our lives to filter through.
2: Absolutely, and you know, Nancy was really clear about. It's about how we perceive what we're doing, what's happening to us and how we can, how we can take charge of things, right? We're not in control of anything. And I think that's what really sinks in. I I say that to myself almost every day, actually, I'm not in control of anything, but I can sure take charge of my actions. And as soon as I go into the, uh, flip into the world of actually doing something, Everything just calms down because I'm taking action. I'm being proactive. It's not to say I don't think about things and I'm sure you think things too. I and mean, we have to think and reflect, but we're not caught up in this ball of doom and gloom and, you know, we can't think and everything's coming at us and we, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to react. No, it's just take a deep breath, think about break it down, think about what you want to do and then start doing it and you feel so much better.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I forget, uh, I forget who the, I think it was, uh, no, it wasn't Harry Fine. I think, I forget the presenter. And it was one of the presenters live on stage and that was giving the analogy of, if you have 50 stoplights in front of you, you don't need them all to be green. You just need that first one to be green. And how what you mentioned in the interview, right, is small, those small chunks and just getting those things that are the top priority, getting small wins, getting accomplishments done so that now you can move on to the next part, the next part, and it eventually builds on itself. So, yeah, I, I really enjoy doing this, Laurel. I, I really I am fortunate. And even though we're, we're kind of uh, you know, not Locked away, as I said in the podcast, but we're, we're here, we're, we're self-containing, we're all at home, we're working at home, doing the best that we can. Make sure you reach out to the people that, you know, that are in your lives. And, and I like how he's in, not social distancing, it's physical distancing. Yeah. So phone calls, video calls, technology is at our fingertips to do that, to stay in touch. And I'm glad that we're able to do this on a consistent basis and, and in some cases more than normal. Uh, and, and we get to get, uh, get things done.
2: And I'd even go so far as to say, you know what, especially for for older people in your lives, but it really doesn't matter, send a card, just get a card, put a stamp on it and say, thinking of you. Especially now, imagine if you get a card in the mail, it's it's special. costs not very much makes someone feel wonderful and you're doing so you'll feel great too because you're doing something yeah. wonderful yeah
1: absolutely absolutely so uh, on that note uh thank you so much laurel and thank thank you to our listeners for for tuning in for uh, for this special mind estate podcast with uh with laurel and i and we want to make sure if, if you did enjoy this and you liked it and even if you didn't rate and review it we want to know what your thoughts are. We love doing this. We want to bring more and more really uh, interesting people that have great stories and great advice to share. So make sure that you rate, review. It helps more and more people find us and share that knowledge as well. And definitely get get onto our website. Make sure to check out the events calendar. We have so many more events coming up. Uh, if we're moving them digitally, if we're, if we're going to keep them in person, it's yet to be seen. But they're all going to be there one way or another. Yeah.
2: So what are we going to do? We're going to, we want everybody to
1: come grow grow with us us.
2: okay bye everybody
1: thanks for listening to the right club podcast and joining our community of real estate investors online at thewhiteclub.com where the focus is about helping you grow we look forward to seeing you again next week thanks from your hosts sarah larby and alfonso salemi